and welcome back. My name is Rob Wong. I am the Great Date Guy, and this is the podcast. <laughs> Today we're browsing Reddit for relationship advice. Um, in today's posts, I'm just gonna read. I've been dating this guy for two months. I usually plan things out with my friends and families weeks in advance. I'm a single mom with a full-time career where I travel a lot. So when I'm home, I need to spend time with my people. Uh, I've invited my boyfriend to a few things, total of six instances we are doing with friends or family. Okay, all right, gonna, <laughs> gonna hit pause already. Um, you can see signs of like emotional charge. Like this is something that she's been keeping track of over time. She's been holding it against this other person. This is obviously a point of annoyance for this human being. Um, and slowly over time, she's been building up a case, right? This is the reason why this person is so annoying. And usually when we see this happening, uh, this is a sign that the relationship is not going very well. Right. And all of us, all of us can, I mean, I can, I can certainly relate. I, I can't speak for everyone, but I, I can relate to this. Right. When I am building up a bunch of reasons why I'm extremely right about the fight that I was just in with my significant other or the person that I'm dating or the person that I'm married to, um, that's usually my sign to hit pause and start looking for where I can be responsible for my own suffering. Now, that being said, we're going to dive a little bit deeper in here and see if that's actually what's going on. Okay, so each time we have plans, he's late. I've talked to him about how important my plans are, and if he's going to be late or not show up, he needs to tell me. Now, normally this is actually something that I encourage. Um, it, you should be very straightforward about what your expectations are, and you should also communicate about like how how you can create workability in these types of situations i'm always on time my partner's always late well yeah, like how do we succeed together now the way that this is written out i can't really tell but if i had to guess it sounds like there was like some angry yelling and expression about how important my plans are and if you're going to be late you need to tell me um so more in the form of a lecture now, this is, again, technically, it's like, all right, right? She's at least putting the information out there. However, the way that information is being delivered, not so great. It sounds like the beginning of a fight, right? This is, this is how you pick a fight with your partner. In fact, um, I feel like I've started conversations that ended up being ultimatums that were something like that. Like, this is really important to me, and if you're gonna, not going to show up or not going to be late, you need to tell me, or this this relationship isn't happening. Um, and, <laughs> and this is me totally projecting, but I can easily imagine this being the case. Now, in the instance that this is actually something that's really important to you, it's going to be also equally important to help your partner be excited about helping you fulfill on this, right? If the two of you are on time for things, would that enable you to have a better relationship, have sexier times together? Would it mean that you get more time to spend making out with one another? I don't know what that looks like. I'm not sure what your motivation scheme is, but in order for this to be a win for both people, in order for this to actually happen, because it sounds like the guy that she's dating has a lot of breakdowns when it comes to time, there's gotta be some kind of buy-in rather than just simply demanding right what we want 
and like admittedly this is a much more commonplace approach and uh, and the way that i approach things when i'm really activated like it needs to be this way or right and in the long run this kind of approach leaves us deeply deeply unhappy <laughs> right um, it makes sense to want to be dating someone who's also on time to things that are important to us it doesn't make sense to make ourselves really angry about that if we're dating this other human being. So continuing on with the story, yesterday was my birthday and we had tickets for a ballet that I've been wanting to see with my friends for a long time. He was 30 minutes late picking me up, there's crazy holiday traffic, and when I got to my house he still had to put gas in his car. I was furious, and this morning I broke up with him, letting him know that I cannot deal with his poor time management and his lack of respect for my time. So, uh, yeah, we can we can see the cracks over here, right? Um, this is a conversation of blame. Um, and we can see a story here around his lack of respect for her time. Now, it might be true, right? This might be completely true. But it's also more likely that... Uh, <laughs> like, how does the quote go? Anything that we can... Hmm, Okay, I'm going to butcher the quote. But essentially it goes like if we can if we can attribute this to maliciousness, right? It's actually more likely to be caused by ignorance. That is to say that if I'm in a situation where I think someone might be out to deliberately fuck with me, right? They don't respect me. More likely it's got to do with the fact that this person just is not time aware, right? They're not a person that has systems in place that allow them to you know, show up on time to places. They don't have plans around that. So already we see the basis of conflict. And I suspect that this breakup has less to do with the fact that he's late to things, right? And more to do with the fact that both parties are probably real activated from all the fighting that this kind of breakdown routinely causes, right? He's late to things. And then there's a freak out and there's a fight, right? He's made wrong for it. Uh, and he's probably making himself wrong for it. And as a result of that, both people get to really suffer. And then the next time this kind of breakdown happens again, oh, it's at like a higher level, right? Instead of a six, this time it's a, like a level seven fight and it's more intense and so on and so forth until the relationship explodes. Now, there are a couple ways to approach this. And of course, there's nothing wrong with breaking up with someone. Um, however, if you are looking for a long term relationship, uh, Take the case that you will not get the perfect person. You will not get the one person who never pisses you off. You're two completely separate human beings. There will be a mismatch in the way that you see the world, in the way that you approach the world, in the way that you interpret communication from one another. And those things will need to be bridged, right? That's where most conflict comes from. And if we can't bridge the gap there, if we never learn the skills to one, stop making ourselves angry, right? Because ultimately we're in control of our own emotions. We get to determine whether we feel disrespected. We get to determine whether we feel resentful or angry. That's our choice, right? Moment to moment, we can generate that based off of what we're thinking about. And if I am unable or unwilling to adjust my thinking to make a relationship work, then rest assured that this is a pattern that I'm going to repeat over and over and over again. There will be something small, some small mismatch. It might even be the same mismatch, possibly time, that happens again and again and again. 
and eventually it turns into a big fight. And then I will probably leave the relationship, right? That's definitely my pattern. And if what I'm looking for is a long-term committed relationship, that doesn't fly. Unfortunately, it does not. It's easier than facing the conflict. It's easier than standing for your partner being able to make the flip for themselves. But again, if your goal is a long-term committed relationship, this is something that we all have to learn. The biggest shift that most of us have to make when transitioning from being single and being an individual to being in a long-term relationship is giving up my individuality, right? Giving up me being personally offended when things happen in favor of making the greater relationship work. I become a stand for the relationship rather than being selfish and focused on me. Now, does this mean that you put up with abusive behavior? Does this mean that you sacrifice yourself and just be like a doormat for people to walk all over you? Hell nah. No, <laughs> right? Only you can be the judge of what your relationship deal breakers are. But take the case that if all it takes is someone being late for things six times before you're breaking up with them, and, and we all have this thing, right? It might not be someone showing up late for us, but it could be someone not doing their fair share, and I say that in air quotes, of the chores. It could be blaming our partner for not listening to us carefully enough, right? He never listens to me. And once we have enough evidence that this person is doing this thing, they're disrespecting my time, they are not listening to me, or, uh, you know, one of the most prevalent, he doesn't really love me, right? Once we get enough evidence for that, then it's time for the relationship to end. And we'll see that cycle repeat over and over again. So what's your ticket out of this situation? How do you actually solve this? One thing to look at is how you can get deeply, deeply in this person's world, right? Someone being not on time to things is generally not like a big shift for them to make. This is easier than most of us would expect it to be, right? Maybe it's that this human being just has not gotten used to using a calendar, right? They don't have a time tracking system, so they don't know when stuff is happening. Maybe this person is not getting enough sleep, right? They're sleeping at crazy hours. They're not getting enough rest. They're not remembering what their commitments are for that day, right? They're not tracking it. So they're not on time because by the time that they remember, it's already too late. Maybe they're juggling so many things in the background that they really just can't manage, right? There's so much stuff happening in the background that this is unworkable. They're forgetting things left and right. And they're so stressed out that they feel like they're drowning. When we can get really present to what someone else is dealing with, then we can also powerfully begin to address what's going on. We can shift that for that person. But it takes patience. It takes a willingness to be with that challenge, right? It takes a willingness to examine the stories that we're generating about that other person, right? in order for this to work. And if I can address those stories, then I don't actually have to be mad about it. I can work with this person to make my relationship work. And when we can get to that point, that's when the relationship starts to shine. That's when you can have fights and it makes the relationship stronger. 
So if you have a petty argument, if you have a squabble, if you have a conflict with your partner, set aside the vendetta. Take a minute, get coached, vent to a friend, go to a counselor, right? Talk to your therapist, get very clear of the emotional charge, go to have a spa day. Then sit down and logically piece through what is this human dealing with right now such that they are having a difficult time adhering to what makes me feel comfortable, right? And then look at your own side. Why am I uncomfortable? What am I making this behavior mean about me? Why am I taking this personally? Am I likely to run into this kind of behavior again, even if I'm not dating this person? And if I am, if I am going to run into this again, why am I making this so painful for myself? <laughs> this, that's the most confronting question of all, right? So if I look at it, I've definitely had this story about people not respecting my time, right? When, when I have friends show up late for the things that I plan for them, this motherfucker is not respecting me or my time or the effort I put into this. I make it about me. When in reality, what's going on on the other side is that that person is probably coming out late from their job or they're juggling a million and a half things. They're probably feeling a little burned out. They weren't paying attention to the time, right? They went over on reading an email. They had something that they had to get out last minute. And now they're scrambling, probably speeding in order to get to the appointment that they set with me. It's got nothing to do with me. It's got everything to do with the way that they're running their own lives. And I can be real upset about it. You know, I can be really right about it too. Everyone else would tell me that I have a right to be really right about it. But ultimately, if I do that, I get to be also really pissed off and disempowered. I get to be annoyed at a friend and just kind of in my own head venting, right? Like just, oh, I want to chew this guy out and how dare he do this, this motherfucker, right? Just mad, just mad and distracted. I don't even get to enjoy the moment. And that's my choice. Right? If I buy into the story that he's disrespecting me, that is my choice, and I get to be mad. Or I can buy into the story that he's just having a really tough day, and that we all have tough days. And I've been late to things before too. Right? It's a natural part of how we operate as humans. We are not reliable. <laughs> We're not reliable. <laughs> Change is the only constant. And if I adopt that point of view, then I get to be happy. Right? And they're both true. Both of these stories are true. You got to get that. It's simply a matter of choosing the story that works in my favor the most. If it doesn't change the situation at all, right? If it doesn't matter what story I have in place, the end result is the end result, then why not pick the story that makes it so that I get to live the life that I want? So, Think about that. Meditate on it. And if you have any questions, ping me at greatdateguy.com or RL Wang, or <laughs> it's spelled like Wang, uh, W-A-N-G, the number one at gmail.com. Hit me up with those questions and we'll catch you in the next podcast. <laughs>